This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Brought to you by Quantic. Lectures, slides upon slides, stuck at your desk. That's old school. It's time for the modern MBA. Quantic is transforming online education with a world-class student network and interactive mobile-first program that allow you to learn where and when you want. Go to quantic.edu slash techcrunch for more. Gilmore Gang Platforming by Steve Gilmore. Much was made during the Republican convention of the lack of a party platform. The media characterized this as a capitulation to the cult of Trump phenomenon, but the question begged was, so what, if you're running as a candidate to disrupt the status quo? But beneath the media framing, an important question emerges. What exactly is the platform we need to emerge from the toxic situation we find ourselves in? For months, if not years, the technology industry has been working on a new platform to succeed the previous one. Mobile would seem to be that fundamental shift from the desktop world of Windows and PCs. The twin dominance of powerful phones by Google and Apple has created a new language of notifications and streaming video perfectly timed for the devastating pandemic. Our devices are now the front lines for managing the struggle to stay alive for our loved ones, the economy, and our future. Zoom is, of course, the poster child for all that it enables, and certainly what it doesn't. The notion of work from home is more likely a question of what is home and what's the difference with work. The routines of life are congealing around the interactions with phone, watch, iPad, laptop, and TV. When I wake up, The first dive is for the notification stream built up overnight from overseas and then the East Coast. The rhythm varies from day to day. Intense on Monday as the weekend cobwebs dissipate, more issue-oriented through the middle of the week, and finally a thank-God-it's-Friday feel. Email, text messages, media updates, and work calendar reminders. And then there's the outline of the new platform live streaming notifications from what some call citizen media or the influencer network or the loyal opposition. That last one refers to the decline in trust of the mainstream media. Maybe it's just me, but the cable model of host-driven cyclical repetition of the headlines, talking heads, and medical ads adds up to a trip first to the mute button and eventually the off switch which plugs me right back into the notification stream and a new contract with us based on whether we click on the link or even allow the notification in the first place. And these new voices are networks of one or a few broadcasting on a global reach pastiche of cloud services that begin with the ubiquity of Zoom and its click and you're there ease of onboarding. Then there are the key networks of record as it were, Facebook Live, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, 
and maybe LinkedIn if you're Brent Leary and got an early invite. There's a whole bunch of streaming accelerators like Restream and StreamYard and Just Streams. I made that up. To use software and a dash of hardware to do what it took many thousands of dollars in cables just a few years ago. Right now it's early days, but soon you'll be seeing something that looks like the media it's replacing as the OG buys in. Don't believe me? Just look at how streaming has disrupted the television industry, or the music business, or the reemergence of podcasting and newsletters, or how messaging is growing rapidly as a preferred digital commerce and marketing channel. The pandemic has certainly had a devastating effect with the loss of theaters, events, and travel that drives so much of our economy and the emotional underpinning of our lives. But as we learn to respect the power of the virus to force this digital wave of transformation, we fuel the winners that emerge from a new hybrid blend of evolution and adaptation. Technology has often been seen as impersonal and cold to the touch, but now we should be making friends with robots for touchless shopping. At the beginning of our recent Gilmore Gang session, Frank Raddus seemed stunned by the administration's takeover of the symbols of our Washington monuments for political purposes. By the end, he seemed more hopeful of a different result. We have more new ways now of making our voices heard, broadcasting our own names in fireworks above and beyond the fake news and suppression. Our platform? Suppress the virus, not the vote. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 